1: If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show.
0: All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I am super excited because we have an absolute rock star on the line this week on this topic. And I know I say that about every guest every week, but this person actually is a little bit about him. Uh, he's a strength and conditioning coach. He's an exercise physiologist. He's had experience lecturing at Sydney Uni. He's um, an elite basketball. He's been an elite basketball player himself. He's had experience, um, you know, coaching basketball teams at elite private schools, at semi-professional basketball teams. I believe he's done some work at the Sydney Kings. I believe he's presented at FIBO, which is one of the top kind of basketball strength and conditioning conferences out there. Um, he's experiencing other course, in other sports, rugby, volleyball. Um, I believe he's the national strength and conditioning coach at the Australian Volleyball Academy at the moment. He's, well, let me introduce him. It's the one and only James Begley. James, how are you?
1: Good, mate. Good, mate. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate no, no. The, the little wrap little there. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I want, I want to dive into a little bit more of this and, and hear how you do it. But I believe you were telling me um, off air at it all comes down to when you did your prac placement at me at at with boot camp that kind of started your you know you were a bit of a nobody before then and you know you did that and that kind of changed your life that's that's what you're telling me offline right
1: absolutely absolutely <laughs> I um I don't even put a resume in now for roles I just put um you know, I did know placement Johnno. with Jono yeah. and <laughs> then and then they're just like here's the role and here's a 50 grand pay rise <laughs> as well so you know there are it it's just all comes back to that. <laughs> exactly. exactly.
0: And, and just for the listeners, so um, when James was studying either exercise science or exercise physiology, he came and did his his work placement with me um, when I was running a boot camp. I was also an exercise physiologist at the time. That's how we met each other. Um, and I've kind of, yep. you know, we've been connected on social media since and I've seen his journey and it's, you know, amazing the the kind of stuff he's doing now. And we'll get into like the specifics of, I guess, basketball and how to train basketballers in a sec. But just before we do, James, do you want to tell the listeners... Maybe let them know what you do right at the moment, your role in yep. the volleyball space at the moment, and then we'll kind of yep. dive into how you, you know, how you got there. But yeah, at the moment, what's your role and what do you do?
1: Yeah, so as you said, um, I oversee the the physical performance side of things for the Australian Volleyball Academy. Uh, so we have roughly around thirty or so athletes from across Australia who uh, decide to take volleyball training on. I would say somewhat full time. Um, so the athletes are anywhere between 15 to 21, um, you know, there's a little bit of flexibility either side of that. Uh, but we have, you know, athletes of that age group who are, have committed to training to volleyball, uh, you know, quite seriously, uh, in the hope to get to, uh, the 2032 Olympics at the moment is sort of our goal, you know, home, home Olympics and which we're aiming for that. There'll be a few that hopefully will be before then. Um, but Mm. Most of the time, it's that twenty thirty two age age gap. Uh, sorry, age bracket that we're looking to get to it's for the for the Olympic prep there. So,
0: and is that normal? It's usually about ten years in front, is what you, you get. You yeah. get a mob of players that are teenagers, yeah. I guess, and you try yeah. and yeah. get them there in the mid to late twenties.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think also the added pressure, at least if you will, yeah. of having a home Olympics as well uh, adds as a little bit more of a of a driver for a lot of the athletes. Um, and interestingly enough, a lot of our athletes, uh, I would say most of our athletes come from Queensland. Um, okay. Just by chance, just by chance, I would say over is 50%. It more popular? Was... Is it
0: more popular? Like is volleyball more popular over uh, there? Or they're just better than us, uh, better than the rest of the States.
1: I mean, they're never better than New South Wales. So yeah. know that. <laughs> <laughs> true. Um But yeah, I, I assume it's just the warmer weather. Um, and the sort of and the the drive for for beach beach volleyball rather than indoor volleyball
0: Um, you do what do you do do beach volleyball
1: so we do both um but the program is mainly focused on beach volleyball but there is still indoor elements that um that are that are incorporated
0: gotcha and your role like is it is it just you you got a team under you who's in the team what what can you kind of tell us there
1: yeah so uh it's myself and then i have an assistant as well um S&C, and it's just us two s and c coach yeah um so he's great and we we work together um to yeah prepare them physically uh, as much as we can uh, for their training loads so they'll train five times a week most most of the time yeah
0: um, once a day kind of thing yeah
1: most of the, yeah on court like their volleyball skills and then they're in the gym anywhere between three to four times a week depending on age their level sort of their development rate um, where the coach sees them where they see themselves and where we where we see them as a, as a as a performance staff as well
0: gotcha so most of them will be doing at least in terms of some form of training at least one session if not two a day
1: yep yeah absolutely
0: yeah wow and the younger athletes are they still at school do they do some sort of school as well or it's it's 100% volleyball now
1: no they do do they do have school and there has a local agreement with one of the local high schools uh that they have a somewhat flexible uh work uh, school schedule gotcha. and it's um I was talking to one athlete this morning about it, actually. He said it's a lot more assignments uh, and a lot more self-directed versus being in a classroom yeah. and listening to the teacher and sort of, uh, you know, this is what you need to write down, write it down. It's very much like do this assignment or read this or do this um, in your own time when you can fit it around your training schedule gotcha yeah
0: makes sense okay and in terms of like i guess other um they might not be under you or in your specific team i'm guessing there's also maybe a physio or physio team there and then yeah is, nutri- what, is there nutrition involved as well or is that kind of off off site you know go see a sports nutritionist and do that how, yeah. how does that how do those two things kind of work
1: no we have that all in-house so we have a gotcha. physio team that um oversee volleyball specifically and then we have a uh nutritionist who oversees or who helps us i I think she does a couple of sports but she definitely helps us um and then we because we're a part of the ais sort of company and brand we have access to our sports psychology as well uh, as as well as medicine so we have full-time medical care if needed um and you know we can say an athlete has something going on like all right go see medical and they will you know, triage and do everything they need to do, and then report back and adjust everything as we as we see fit. So, a quite supportive team around the yeah. athletes, which is really good, and um, what you want to see, obviously, at 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 the level that we're at. So, um, and athletes really appreciate that.
0: Is there? So, I got two questions with that. Number one is, yep. I'm guessing there's still some form of collaboration. Do you, do you like have a meeting with you and the physios, and there's some form yeah well, of collaboration. We,
1: there we meet we meet weekly um and go through every athlete for the week um with with the skill staff with um physio medical nutrition myself um and so we yeah we'll run through the list the role of like hey this is x person how they've been this week how they're feeling anything to report how are they on court how they in the gym you know and we can so we can get on top of stuff some weeks it's really quick. There's one person or two people that is we, we dive into. Other weeks it's we're talking about everyone for, for a decent amount of time. So just depending on how how they're tracking. Gotcha.
0: And the sports psychology side of things, is that like see a sports psychologist if you need to, or is there regular, you know, um, um, seminars and that they, sort of thing? Or how, how does that yeah, they, how they fit in?
1: They do have they do have a couple of seminars for the athletes throughout the year that are sort of spaced. Uh However, it's a little bit more if you feel like you need it, or if one of the uh, one of the coaches see it, see you see you as sort of struggling. We'll, we'll have a chat with the athlete. Hey, okay. is that something you're interested in? Do you want us to sort of start lining that up? Are you happy to sort of engage with them, or how that process works? Um, we sort of just chat with them about it. Gotcha,
0: man. I'm just just one question, a bit off topic. So yeah, this local no, no. high this local high school, right? I'm guessing those players yeah. can't play for the high school team as well, right? <laughs> Correct. that high school team would just clean up, just, you know. Anyone yeah. in the AIS is in their rugby team, their basketball team. <laughs> <in. laughs>
1: yeah, uh, um, I, I think, I, I do think they do let them play a few things. Oh. Uh, I just don't know what level it is. And yeah. I remember when I first started asked that question as well. And it's, I think that one of their main advertising things is that they win every sport. Yeah, yeah. Ever. <laughs> As you can imagine why. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, the yeah. the benefit is they have, you know, five rugby players and, you know, five volleyball players or whatever it is on their yeah, on every yeah, team. Yeah. It it definitely helps. <laughs>
0: right, I, I got an off topic question again. Yeah. Has yeah. does this ever happen where like maybe an athlete comes in for volleyball, but like something gets identified and they're like, now nah, you know what? Head over go next door to the basketball team and then they make it big in basketball. Is there any of that or it's kind of like at that level, it's the one sport and it is what it is?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm relatively new to the role, so I I can't speak for what's happened in the past. Uh, I would would be surprised if that had happened uh, at this level. My guess is it would be the athlete's choice to do that, where they would come in and have played that sport before, Mm -hmm. let's say volleyball and basketball, Yep. Um, and then, and they've realized that, Hey, I'm probably not going to make it anywhere in volleyball or I'm I'm physically or emotionally fit, done with volleyball. I want to step away into something else. Um, so it would definitely be athlete driven, yep. uh, rather than like the staff being like, Hey, I think it's better if you go play basketball. Yeah. yeah yeah You don't, <laughs> you don't, you don't
0: get the basketball coaches scouting the, you know, the netball uh, well,
1: people and well, steal some of them. Anytime I walk anywhere near the basketball uh, stadium, I you know I feel like the eyes are looking at me, like yeah, yeah, steal our players. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> I'm sure it's a two way street there. I'm sure that we're both trying to you know always like oh he's a tall guy, he can jump, you know he. Yeah. Can... it's translatable. We can do that, but uh, yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's it's pretty good. Um,
0: all right, Tell us a bit about kind of I guess your journey, James. So maybe start from where yeah, you were studying. What, what did you study, and how did you kind of yeah. you know, get from where you are studying to, to where you are now.
2: Let's take a quick break. right now
1: yeah so i did my undergraduate in exercise physiology um, at the university of sydney uh, and i always had the idea of working in sport or wanting to be in that sporting realm because
0: you were an uh, athlete however, you were an athlete yourself
1: yeah at school i, I just i love lot. loved sport yeah it was competitive but it was never the best yeah um but that's why you did. coach. That's yeah. why you coach, right? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> the, the absolutely. You coach, you know? Ab- absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, so it was it was a it was a decision to do something in the sport and exercise realm uh for myself. And uh just once I finished that, decided to study further, I did a master's of strength and conditioning through Edith Cowan University, uh, which was great. I had a really good time and learned a lot. Uh, and then at the same time, I was that's starting online, to work.
0: That's an online course, right? And that's a Correct. popular – I've spoken to a couple people recently that are like, yep, I did yeah. x spheres or Exercise science, and then I went and did this degree, Edith Cohen. Are they the best or are yeah. they the only online one? Or what, what, is that the most popular?
1: Yeah, I would say it's definitely the most popular. Yeah. Um, so well, they have an affiliate.
0: that have, have done that exact yeah. one. Yeah.
1: And they have an affiliation with the – the Australian Strength and Conditioning Association. And so when it comes to accreditation, they're the easiest to sort of step across in that term. Gotcha. Uh, And there is, when I did it, there was only one other course uh, based out of ACU, which is, I've also heard good things about. Uh, But now there's another one at UTS, which I've also heard really good things about as well. Um, So there's probably about three or four in Australia, at least that are online Mm. um, and have, they do have some sort of practical element involved, but. Um, but yeah, that was sort of the decision was it's affiliated. It's the most recognized and I had you no know, new people who had done it and had really good experiences and recommended they said that I would have a benefit from it gotcha. um, that, and that they, and they would, would be a really good opportunity for me to sort of grow my skill set and learn a little bit more. And ju-
0: just with that, James, for some of the listeners, yeah. um, do you need to have an ex-phys degree, an ex-science degree, a human movement, any degree, science? Like if, if there's some listeners that have a yeah. degree, what's it kind of got yeah. to be, I guess, to get accepted, if you know the answer?
1: I, at, at the time, it was a few years ago now, uh, yeah. there was, I think they said exercise science was preferred, Yeah. Um, where ex-phys was also okay I think it's a little bit of a case by case basis. Gotcha. So I know a few coaches. So we have a there's a practical element where it's two weeks, person to person, but like six till six every day, and we're over in Perth in the gym basically wow. the whole time, going through everything oh, in person. You
0: actually got to go to Perth and yeah, yeah
2: okay,
1: yeah. yeah. And so that that was that was awesome. It was yeah. it was a really good time. But there was a few guys there who were uh, a little bit more older than me and a little bit more mature, and I would say I had less maybe uh, technical knowledge or less formal knowledge is actually probably a better word yeah. um, who haven't, maybe didn't have a degree, but had 10 or 15 years experience in that the industry sense. and had finally decided to, to formalize what they have. Um, so I do think they are a little bit flexible, but I wouldn't, but don't quote me on it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. too sure what it would be now. Yeah, Easy.
0: Sorry. Continue the story. Yeah. So you, no, you went to right. Owen, you know, did your masters.
1: Yep. Yep. Did that. Um, at the same time I was, Uh, work in a few roles was working in the clinical exercise physiology space uh, as a little bit of a of just to to keep me over get some get some money in the door Uh, but also I sort of really found a role that I enjoyed and loved Um, and then I was also interning at uh, the Sydney Kings at the same time Um, I did a season with them
2: and so it was
1: a yeah it was a really cool experience to be able to be doing lectures in the morning and then I go straight to training and I'm like, oh, I just did this in a lecture or you know, I just yeah. read this article and, and sort of practically implement what I was learning on the fly yeah. um, or straight away. And I think that helped me solidify a lot of my knowledge that 100%. I was learning was you know, you just get to implement it straight away. And we all know if you do something, you're going to learn it better than just reading a textbook. So
0: well, 100. <laughs> well, the, the other thing I found as well is you kind of know what you need to know. Sometimes you're at uni and you're kind yes. of like, oh, I'm never going to need to know this. And then you get in the real world, yeah. you're like, Oh my god, they covered that exact uh, thing in the lecture, and I brushed <laughs> over it. You know, or yeah. the flip side, yeah. you know, if you're yeah. if you're constantly seeing something in in practice, you're like, Man, I'm always seeing this. When are we going to learn it? Oh, here it comes up here. Let me write down every exactly. single note. Let me hammer the lecturer with questions. Let me, you know, get the extra yes. resources. You know, so I I agree a hundred percent.
1: Yeah yeah so um and then sort of after a year there i stepped into a few other roles and sort of juggled a couple of roles at the same time worked in the high school space in strength and conditioning a little bit basketball uh, worked or with
0: in general or
1: general so we did mixed sports um, basketball rugby tennis water polo swimming like you name it, athletics yeah. we had it yeah. um and so it was it was an open gym policy where the athletes can come during that time after school or before school and the programs were somewhat set for them for a volleyball program they come in hey i'm a volleyballer this is what i where what age i am and we go here's your program we'll coach you through it Um, is that kind of a generic
0: was there like a generic he's the volleyball program he's the basketball program
1: yeah yeah so we had set based on age groups and um Based on their sport as well, so like the sixteen cool. under sixteens basketball was this, under seventeens basketball was this, under eighteens was this. Yeah, um, yeah. and I'll That's give. I'll, cool. I, 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 yeah, it was a really good system that um that one of my mentors set up really well. So shout out to Chris uh, for that setup. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he had set that up really well as well as Dan, as they both, they both worked together to, to set that up and, and then we sort of, you know, we would watch it and see what happens and then develop it on the fly or make adjustments as we see fit. of course.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. And then the, the next step from there after, after you did your, yes. your high school stuff.
1: Yeah. So it was, um, working at the same time as the high school stuff. I was also working with rugby, so North Sydney rugby um, worked with their opens program for a year, and then was uh, three years as the head of uh, their academy program, which is okay. uh, under sort of 20s ranges, eighteen to twenty, eighteen to twenty-one, depending on on the year, uh, and oversaw their, their all their SNC programs. so their on-field conditioning, their gym stuff, uh, a little bit of GPS monitoring as well, and, and sort of their their rehab as uh, on top of that as well.
0: Gotcha and then from there yep. to, to the volleyball or uh,
1: shifted into more private practice at the same time um so, so sort of stepped away from the high school scene went into private practice where it was like a physio ep chiropractic clinic um and it was a mix of strength and conditioning and the more clinical populations uh sort of during the day where it'd be athletes morning and afternoon or you know, spread out through the day um okay. Uh, A little bit of a rehab space as well. And then from there, uh, I was there for about, uh, it would have been about a year, but just a bit over. And then I stepped into the role of volleyball.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, let's speak um, about basketball because you've got a lot of experience there. Uh, There's kind of in the fitness space, what we'll see a lot of is one of two things. There's either like a a teenager that comes in, you know, 16 to 19 kind of thing and you know they've made some of the the junior rep teams and maybe now they've just missed out or they're borderline or they want to go to that next step And they're kind of like, Hey, you know, I think my skills are good, but now everyone's bigger, stronger, faster, can jump higher. You know, what do I do? (laughs) Um, Or the other kind of thing is someone that, you know, maybe like yourself, you know, played at, played at high school and was pretty good, you know, didn't play for them 10 years. And now they're 30 years old, 35 years old. They want to get back into it, but they're not as fast, you know, they're not as fit. They're not as strong. And they want to kind of, um, yeah, they'll they'll walk into it. You know, they know they got, well then they'll want to go to a gym to improve these things. They'll probably speak to a trainer. Hey, this is where I am. Yeah, I want to get better. What What kind of tips have you got for a trainer to program for that person? And maybe let's do one at a time. Do you, do you want to start with the yeah. teenager or the the oldie?
1: Yeah, we can start with the teenager um right. what do we do and, and I guess closer what are we to, going to be that's care? closer to my age so i yeah. can, I can <laughs> what speak are you saying i'm closer to the other age i <laughs> uh, didn't say that they're your words <laughs> um all right yeah, so, so what you're gonna
0: say So question uh, well, was that you out of curiosity were you kind of at that at that age where you're making some teams and you're like i want to go to the gym and get big were you over there or no? Nah?
1: Yeah, I was uh, not through high school. I was a little bit. I didn't really love the gym as much as I would say I do now. Okay. Um, and when I sort of got to when I graduated high school, I was still playing basketball and I wanted to push to that next level. Yeah. And I realized that skill wise, I probably wasn't as skilled as other players. Gotcha. But physically, I. Felt like I could ha- had much more room to improve, and okay. I felt like that was an easy thing for me to improve on. And yeah. so that's sort of where it started. It was like, all right, well, let me go to the gym and get better. Let me learn about it, and then that whole process just started. There so we you got like the ball rolling. We'll speak to that you know. person.
0: Like, if that was you, yeah. what should the trainer <laughs> have given you? You know,
1: yeah. Um, my the few things obviously to cover is the, f- the f- and the first one for me is definitely like the strength training over the. Uh, conditioning. Okay. I think I think a lot of people will fall into the trap be like I need to be fitter and I need to be able to like have the endurance capacity and that's absolutely part of it, but I would say at a 16 17 18 year old boy I was gangly and uncoordinated yeah, and didn't really have much strength. Yeah. Despite what I thought I had what I did. yeah uh, so that would be my biggest one is like focusing on strength training for them. Nothing nothing too outside the box in, in my approach. It would just be, you know, your standard lower limb stuff, your upper body stuff, obviously focusing on the core a little bit. Um, we can dive into some stuff in a second, but overall just trying to get them globally stronger. Um, gotcha. because they will basketball is a pretty brutal sport. And whilst it's yeah. a non-contact sport, you definitely have contact. Yeah. Um, and so it can be it can be a pretty pretty grueling process. Um, And the other thing that I've also found with most basketball, and it's a little bit in the culture of the sport, is that they will train a lot on court or shoot a lot, but they won't spend as much time in the gym. So they might shoot the ball, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times a day, uh, ten times a week, you know, but they will go to the gym once. And you're like, absolutely, your skills are important but we need to balance this out. Like we need to get you stronger so that you can withstand the season, withstand the physical demands that you have for the game, for the training, whatever it may be, particularly if they're looking to make that next step to that sort of junior rep or representative level. 100%. Um,
0: 100%. Well, I've got a couple, couple questions or or just to make sure I understand that, but also just one thing I find in sport in general, um, because I am a bit older than you, I am 30 something, right? Like, you know, when I was, <laughs> when I was like in primary school, I was a big rugby league fan, right? And it was kind of like, you just, even the professionals just had to be good at their skill. You didn't need to be ridiculously strong or fast. And you know, half the guys smoked, you know, like they, they were, you know, <laughs> drinkers and yep. that. but I feel now like, I think in basketball as well, but especially sport like rugby league, like skills, not enough, you know, you can be the most skillful player yeah. there. you gotta be strong. You know, you got to be, and I'm just yeah. same with basketball, right? Like you, you can be, you can yeah. have your skills, that's fine. But if you don't have the strength, there'll just be players that are, you know, that may have even a little bit less skill than you, but are just so much stronger and, and better athletes that they'll, they'll get the position. Yeah. Right. And you probably see that at all absolutely time, every sport, right?
1: Every sport, every yeah. sport. And I think the biggest thing as well, particularly in that like 17 to 18 to sort of 19 area where the high school to senior, senior basketball is that it's so much quicker. The pace yeah. of the game is so much faster. So you need to make decisions faster, but then also the physicality and the pace is a lot higher. So there's usually a lot more possessions in the game, in my experience, yeah. um, in that in that higher level. So that means that you're playing all basketball in the same amount of time. Yeah. Um, and so you need to be able to just withstand it. I remember when we, when I made that step up in the first year that we played, I remember we were, you know, versing the, I was in the reserve team, we were versing the first team and I'm like, oh my God, like I can't even breathe after one play. Like my heart's mm-hmm. through the roof. I'm all fours. Like just, just like what, what's happened? How is this so much faster in it? Mm-hmm. But it just, every level that you get, it just gets faster and faster and it just sort of steps up. So gotcha. yeah, absolutely agree
0: awesome now in terms of strength i think that'll make sh- that'll make sense for most personal trainers they probably know how to yep. you know give strength programs you mentioned it's more globally it's probably the big lifts you know squats deadlifts yeah, yeah. bench chin up row, you know yeah th- i think that'll make sense there and i'm guessing also yep. you-, you mentioned like you know th- i think the stereotype especially if a basketballer is very like tall gangly uncoordinated yep, yep. I'm guessing a lot of kind of the strength and resistance training will help with the coordination as well, right? Like you need, if you're uncoordinated, you need a certain amount of, you know, coordination to squat and to deadlift in these movements, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's definitely one thing is learning in the gym definitely translates to learning on court. I found. Um, And so if they can just, if you can just help them a little bit generally to, to be able to move a little bit better and a little bit more efficiently and, and sort of understand their body a bit more in space, particularly our big, tall, tall guys, mm. my girls as well, um, then they usually start to, like, find the pieces on It's Like, oh, wow, this is a lot easier now. It's not as clunky and it's smooth and I can move into positions better. So, yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Gotcha.
0: All right. So that's point number one. What's the, the next point you got on your list there?
1: Uh, the next one I would say is, like, our landing and jumping. So every basketball yeah. wants to jump higher. Yeah, Every basketball, it's like, <laughs> It is it's right. like, even to yeah. this day, me, I, I talk to my coach and he's like, what's you got, my like, get higher, get higher. And I'm like, yeah. it's been the goal for the past 10 years. Um, yeah, yeah. And so understanding how we program that, but, I, but my thing firstly is teaching them to land properly and appropriately That mm-hmm. before we teach them to jump. Most of the time, people will be able to naturally jump and have a somewhat okay mechanics, somewhat okay movement. Yeah. And they can do that, but it's the landing that lets them down. They can't absorb the force. If they do they like buckle in a way that you know knee twists in the knee twists out they sort of take it all on one side not evenly land it as much as we can um or just can't i just can't absorb the force mm. um so i would say that would be my another one is like teach them to land and get understanding in different landing patterns and planes and movements um so not just two feet you know one foot add some rotation add some lateral bounds in there sort of getting that global loading and um landing and absorbing force so that they can do that in different situations if if that makes sense
0: yeah 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 um let's go uh, okay let's spend a minute there so that's something that probably you know isn't taught a lot in personal training courses that kind of thing if a personal trainer wants to learn this kind of stuff are they best off going to a basketball coach um are there resources online where would like someone best learn how to land as a
1: personal trainer? Yeah. yeah, That's a really good question. Um, I learned through my mentors and sort of a little bit of experimentation on myself. Gotcha. And, um, and mentors,
0: do you mean basketball mentors or strength and conditioning mentors?
1: Mostly strength and conditioning mentors gotcha. um, okay. in terms of like the physical performance side. Yep. Most of the time basketball coaches, like the newer, the newer ones will, will have some sort of understanding, but yep. most of them won't, wouldn't really have the technical understanding. I would, I would assume to be able to help a personal trainer in that sense. Gotcha. Um, so that's that's a tricky question. I, I'm not actually not too sure where where the best place gotcha. I could point someone confidently. Well, my take um, on
0: that is probably do a strength and conditioning course. Then right, like if you if yeah. you want to st- if you want to take this to the next level, this that's probably a st- very strength and conditioning um, type knowledge. So awesome. Um, and then I'm guessing apart from the landing, we also work on the jump as well.
1: Yes, yeah. And I would say that's the progression. It would start with our landing Uh, as we progress, as they get a little bit better, we sort of introduce some different types of jumps, hops, skips, bounds, you know, introducing those into the workout and into the program for them. Uh, But it would be that.
2: Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort